This is going to be the first probably episode of the Uki Spooky Hour, right? So this is the first episode. So introductions. My name obviously is Ollie,、um, and today I'm here with my ultra special friend, right? Special guest, Irene. Irene, can you introduce yourself to the Uki Spooky Hour? Please, hello everybody.、Uh, my name is. Irene and I'm from Spain. Where in Spain are you from?、Uh, I'm from Galicia, specifically from a city called Vigo. Okay, okay. Now, Irene, it, would you say、um, Galicia has spooky spots? Yeah, it definitely has. <laughs> so, have you ever had any kind of like supernatural like occurrences in your life, anything like that? Hmm. Like I haven't had any experience related to ghosts, and you know, and just like mystical appearances. Uh huh. Maybe because I kind of try to avoid those situations. Like I don't walk alone in the forest at night, and <laughs> so yeah, yeah I don't I mean, think I have any. I I think it is、uh, better, right, to experience spooky things from afar. You don't want to be in those kinds of situations usually.、Um, now, I remember back in like back when I was a child, like I was really into ghost hunting, like、um, like watching ghost hunters on television or you know hearing stories about ghost hunters. Irina, was that ever a thing for you? Was that ever part of your childhood? Just wondering. Definitely not. Oh <laughs> like, my goodness! I, okay. I define okay. myself like I'm. I'm really, you know, like a scary cat person. Like I get scared so easily. <laughs> just need to touch me from behind or just say something out of the blue, and I will just. Oh no! <laughs> But I mean,、um, being easily frightened is totally different from like. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like when I heard hear hear about yeah in supernatural situations, but because it's not that I believe because I think it doesn't exist. Okay. Okay. Work. Scientific proof that it doesn't. So you know you kind of think about it and try to say you know when you see um scary movie and you say oh if this was if this was a movie. You know, I will open the door, and behind the door it would be, you know, this kind of costume. I mean, Irene, we, you are you are among family here, okay? I'm a skeptic too, so <laughs> I I I don't think I believe、uh, like in you know a lot of things, but but、uh, I do. I want to believe, you know, like you know, like in the X Files, they're like, I want to believe, right? So that's me. I want. To- I, I want to find a reason to believe、um, in 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 these kinds of things because I think they're so cool. Like, imagine that. Like, you know, if we had ghosts, like、uh, that would make our world a lot more interesting. If they were like Casper, maybe. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, I'm just saying because because I think humans, right? We don't know anything about the afterlife. We don't know if it even exists. Um, so if we had such things as spirits and demons or whatever, that would give us that would give us like some kind of idea, right? Of of of、um, what lies beyond.、Um, so so for me, you know, hearing about this is like super interesting.、Um, so. Uh, you know, not that I enjoy being scared because I don't think I don't. I, maybe there are people that enjoy being scared. I I like the like、um, the theory behind it. You know, like oh, okay, cool. You know, like maybe maybe that's how things work. Well,、um, I did a little bit of research this month、um, over you know like spirits and people dying. You know, I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, that sure. sounds kind of bad. That sounds kind of bad. No, but I mean, like you know, I just like looked into a couple of stories 
um, of, you know, stuff that's real, like real things, right? Um, and I thought it would be fun to share that with you today, Irene. Like, maybe you can just give me your thoughts and opinions, you know? Um, I am going to, I'm going to see if I can pull it up because I want to show you some of these um, pictures. I want to show you some of this um, information and I want you to tell me what you think about it. Um, so let me see if I can get this going. Um, I'm going to, uh, by the way, um, we're going to, I'm going to describe what's in the pictures. Maybe if, um, if I can, I will post some links to, to the images, or if I see, if we're looking at a video to a video, um, but that way, um, you know, everybody knows what we're talking about. So the first thing that I want to talk about is this event that happened in uh, Chile. Wait, no, Argentina, not Chile. Um, and so in Argentina, um, obviously, you know, Irene, that football is really big in Latin America. It's probably like the number one sport. Now, I'm, it's, it's very big in Spain too. Is it Spain's number one sport? Do you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, back in 1968, um, there was a local, a local football match between two like local teams, um, and of course, um, in Argentina, I'm guessing you know local games are pretty big deal too. You know, for like the community and stuff like that. So. Um, People went to go to the stadium. Um, I think it was like the River Stadium. Like that's the name, just River, River Stadium. Um, and um, basically the teams ended up tying. So it was like zero to zero, like nobody scored any goals. And like people were upset, right? Like that their team did not win. And like, that makes sense. Um, like I get, you know, wanting your team to win, but I'm sure you know how passionate some people get over sports, right? How it's like, um, your team has to win. Um, and if it doesn't, it's the end of the world. Um, so basically it was that kind of feeling. Um, one, but one of the, um, groups of people. So you know how like the super fans are like maybe at the very front? Well, the super fans of one of the teams um, was very upset probably about the tie and they ended up leaving. So they all just like marched out of the stadium. Um, and in, in, I'm gonna show you a picture of how they look like. So in Argentina in 1968, um, like, let's just say they didn't have the best of stadiums. Like, <laughs> like let's say um, they weren't exactly, like, built, you know, well. Um, so I'm going to show you this picture right now. Okay, Irene, do you see this picture? So it's like a giant, so we're looking at this giant, like, staircase going up. Um, um, you know, so basically to get into the, like, um, the Coliseum, what would you call it? The stadium. Um, you need to go up these really big stairs uh, for this particular uh, Coliseum. And this this team or the, the cheerers or the fans of, of this team um, were going up entrance number 12, okay? So you see how steep the stairs are, right? They're pretty steep. Um, here you can see um, a closer look at how these stairs look um, mm. uh, for the exact stadium. So these are the ones that go directly into the like stands where they sit and watch. Now, Irene, mm. um, on this picture that we're looking at with the stairs going up into um, entrance number 12, um, do you see anything weird about it? There is like black i don't know what it really is so there's definitely some stains on the stairs right 
yeah. some dark stains. Now the photo mm -hmm. is in black and white, so it's difficult to tell exactly what we're looking at, but it's actually blood. Um, <laughs> so, so, so here's what happened, right? So, so the fans were so upset about the team's tying that like a bunch of the fans decided to walk out of the match. Um, and we have this steep stairs going down, right? Um, yeah. And do you see how there's like a door here or like a gate or something like that? Um, basically, yeah. it closed. The gate closed on the staircase. People were walking down and because of the steepness, I think it's because of how steep the stairs are and all that, people fell on top of other people, suffocating. And uh, so let me see if I can show you. This is what ended up happening, um, where people were just like on top of each other. Oh, here's how the stairs look like from the top. So people were falling on top of people and they all were killing each other basically. Um, as people were going down. Um, so what ended up happening is that over 70 people died um, in this gate, exiting the game, okay? Oh, the Colosseum was called River Plate, okay? Uh, basically, it's just like a gate with steep stairs, nobody really knows exactly how people started falling on top of each other or how the gate closed. People say that it was open and then it suddenly closed. Other people said that it was never open, that it was always closed. Other people were saying that it was because of the turnstiles that people were falling over and killing each other. I don't know. Nobody really knows what happened or how they died. We just know that in, it was like an avalanche of people right? Falling on top of each other and killing each other. Um, and then 70 ended up dying, right? In this one area. Um, so anyway, ever since this happened, um, the stadium and the teams, they just decided to forget about it. You know, like, like it never happened. Like, no, they just kind of like, what they did, they changed the name to gate number 12. So gate number 12 is still there, but it, now it has a new name. Um, they, they decided to just kind of forget about the incident. Um, that way, you know, people wouldn't avoid going to see football matches and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure they did some safety regulations or something. I'm sure, 100%. They have to have. Um, but the thing is... Um, um, obviously tons of people died in one place and then you know governments or the or whatever the sports people decide to forget about the incident so I can totally understand why maybe like if I was a spirit I would be upset right so they say they say that if you are near gate number 12, which now has a new name, um, uh, you can often hear screams of people, right? You can see shadows of like people going up or down the stairs and there's nobody there. Um, you, they say that you can see, right? Like uh, shoes or hats appear uh, and disappear like on the steps um, that are stained with blood and stuff like that, um, especially around the time that the incident occurred. Um, and so this, I think this event occurred specifically on uh, June 23rd. So it was like during the, like the summertime. So if you go around June 23rd to the, to the stadium, right, it, that, you are more likely to hear or see these kinds of uh, events occur at gate number 12. Um, people are convinced that it's haunted. Um, so I feel like, you know, that could be an interesting place to like go visit. You don't know, how do you feel about uh, this story?
I don't know. I think it's like interesting story. I mean, it's a tragedy and I'm sorry for all the people that died there. I think it's not, you know, like listen to die because of people like falling over you. I mean, how would you feel but, if you if you died there and, you know, they just covered it up? They just decided to ignore that this ever happened. Yeah, I think this is quite bad. I, at least it would be good if they had investigated a little more just to know if it was really an accident. Or, I mean, of course, I think the most, you know, like logical I mean, Irene, don't you think somebody could, have, somebody could have closed the gate? Somebody closed the gate and caused 70 people to die. Yeah, that's why. I mean, it was murder. It was murder, Irene. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe about the open, if it was closed or if somebody closed it. So I think it would have been great. Okay, but what are the chances of this place being haunted? How, what do you think? Is it likely, unlikely? Do you think that, you know, would you go visit, you don't know, would you go visit gate number 12 at um, Probably the, not. <laughs> why? Tell me why. You're not curious about it? I mean, yeah, of course I'm curious, but I'm not into, you know, this all of like terrible, oh, but, mystical. But listen, listen, this this is not a haunted house. You're not going anywhere creepy. It's It's a... It's a football coliseum in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. I mean, come on, you can be a tourist. Why don't okay. you go there so, June 20, on June 23rd? Just to see okay, what happens. See. So Just to I see think what happens. Maybe if I would be like, you know, like if I was walking near, so like passing by, I would maybe stop and see a little bit. But I want like search for it for it intensely, you know. Like I wouldn't search for it, and it would be only like a plus. Okay, okay. So, so you wouldn't go inside and try to see if you can see any blood stains on gate number twelve. If I was near, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not because it is a haunted place, but I maybe it's because I watch a lot of you know, like crime, crime TV shows. So I'm quite interested about it. Okay. So, so what do you think about the reports? What do you think about the reports of people that say that they hear or see things there? Are they crazy? Are they just making it up? I don't think they're crazy. Maybe some of them could be like optical illusions. It's pretty common. And okay. you don't have to be special to have them. I mean, I have all I have them all the time. Like maybe you're just walking, and Wait, you adjust your eyes. You have supernatural. Of... You have supernatural experiences all the time. No optical illusions. Like you know, like for example, I'm. You know, I'm just now looking at the computer. So maybe I kind of see something here like no blurred of going black all of a sudden you know in a, in an instant but it's kind of I, I i i look at the direction and i don't see anything it's like maybe an optical illusion like your eyes are tired or maybe the, because of the light so i don't know i think it could be fake i mean they saw something, but it's not. Okay, okay. Well, you know, could be fake. But maybe, uh, you know, I'm I agree sure. with you. I agree with you, Irene. I mean, could be fake, right? Um, all I know is that, you know, whenever there's like mass deaths in one place and, you know, maybe people try to cover it up, right? Or forget about it. I think that that can cause a haunting, you know, like, like if, if there's anything I've learned from scary movies, right, is that uh, you don't try to just forget about something, right? So yes, they, don't, you I, get cursed. 
They want the, revenge. Exactly, people. exactly. Revenge. I mean, th- what what is a stronger emotion? Come on. Yeah, so then they are scared. I'm telling you, Irene. Now, uh, let's let's step up our game in just a little bit. Let's step up our game just a little bit. Um, now, I wanted to start with that story because I thought that was pretty light, pretty simple, right? Um, now, I do want to share a video with you at this point. Um, this next story is about a hotel. So give me a moment. Let me get everything loaded up and I'll be right back with the video. Just a second. That was a good break. Yes. All right. Okay. Now, our second story for today is a story about a hotel. Um, this hotel is in America. Um, specifically, it's called the Wingate Hotel by Wenam. I've actually never heard of this hotel um, because I believe it is in Illinois, in Chicago. Wait. Chicago is a city. Illinois is a state. So it's in the state of Illinois, which is where Chicago is. Okay, so just gives give you some reference. Now this story, right? Basically, it's a it's it was um it's a reported story about um, a guest complaint. So there was a guest complaining about uh, room two o nine. They said that they were hearing lots of screams coming from two o nine, and they were calling concierge to go check it out. Like. You know, like, can you go get them quiet? There's too many noises or whatever. You know, like a guest complaint. Like, pretty normal stuff. Now, where it gets interesting is where um, the hotel actually doesn't have anybody checked in into room 209. Like, there's nobody there, uh, like, according to the hotel, you know? But whatever, this guest is complaining, so they're gonna go check it out anyway. They send a guy to go check out the room, and um, the guy, um, he like, okay, I'll, I think we'll just watch the video. I think the video will explain itself. Um, of course, we'll describe it, and we'll talk a little bit about it after we watch it. Um, so, you can you can basically see what's gonna happen. So I I don't want to give it away. Oh uh, yeah, I'll also turn on the sound so that you can um, hear. Okay, Irene, can you see my screen? Yes. Great. Okay, let's go ahead and watch this together. Oh my goodness, my walls are paper thin. Th- those are not ghosts.
Right. So we just saw a video of camera footage, right? It was basically one of the um, lobby attendants probably going up a lift, uh, going out of the lift into the second floor. He opened the room to 209. Um, he, there was nobody there. Um, he goes inside. And I don't know if you missed it, Eden, because I was watching you and you were like covering your face. Come on. Um, but, but when he went inside into the room, like the lights were flickering outside of the room. I don't know if you saw that. Um, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and then the guy like quickly comes back outside. He like, he's using the intercom so we can hear like some mumbling. And then the guy says that, um, that John is saying to call the police, right? Call the police. Um, because there was like some damage done to the room and that the shower head was left on. Okay, Irene, so what do you think about the security footage from the Wyndham Hotel in Illinois? This was filmed according to the this like little news thingy um, in 2003. So this was about what? What's that? 17 years ago? 17 years ago. It's a long time ago. What are your thoughts? Yeah. And I think if it really wasn't edited, it's really scary. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness. You don't know, come you on. Imagine, you go inside a room that is not, there is no one checked in, and the furniture is all like tuna, and the carpet is ripped, and the shower is. Oh my god. Okay, so you would you would be freaked out. You would be freaked out, Eden, is what you're saying. You would be freaked out. I mean I am right now. <laughs> you don't know, but you're you're nowhere near Illinois, so don't worry about it. Yeah, I know, but you know, just I was looking at it and was like, oh my god, don't go inside. Don't go inside. <laughs> so so this Eden, you're bringing up an interesting point. You're bringing up an interesting point. Do you think ghosts can hurt you? Do you think ghosts can hurt you? I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I myself was, oh my God, like the screams going out and you, I mean, don't go inside, why are you crazy? If, if you are alone, I mean, if you are with, you know, a bunch of people, you are with the police and you are five, six, seven people, I mean, I would feel protected if I go alone inside. I mean, I mean, he was calling for the police. He, he was calling for the police. Yeah, they told him to wait for the police, but he didn't wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's nobody in there. Yeah, but I mean, oh, my God, you hear screams. Oh, yeah, I did you did you hear that? You were, you, were you hearing that? Were you hearing the screams? Yeah, and it didn't sound nice at all. I mean, it's like, you know, this, this scream... <laughs> That you get from the movies that is like, you know, like okay, really okay. high noted and oh, vibrato and oh. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, definitely. I think screams are, you know, up there on things that you don't want to hear, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, um, I think that or like little children laughing, that those, that, that's also pretty creepy for me, you know? Like it didn't sound like actual, make like adult people screaming. It okay, was so, too. So what do you think, Irene? What do you think? I don't know. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to think. Anything. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. If it was just the screams, it could be a pipe. You know, something that is. Oh, the, okay, the yeah. When you have the furniture like that and the carpet and the shower, I mean, I don't think of any logical reason. Unless it was some someone that broke inside, maybe you know, a homeless person. Yeah. And when they hear when they hear like the this person like the like the employee coming, they were scared and get outside. Maybe from the window, I mean, you know, yeah, to get out, it could be that, but I mean, that, the screams, sounds, that sounds possible, I, right? Maybe, 
I don't, the wind, I don't know, but that's the only logical reason I could find for all of those events. Okay. So, you don't know, you, you tend to think logically, right? I mean, I try to think if there could be a logical reason why that happened, because, you know, sometimes we think, oh my God, this is so scary. And maybe you hear something you are like it's frightened about it and then you realize it was just you know the wind so i try to think if there could be a logical person i think is more probably like the logical like that is how you would explain it you know, like when there has a situation, you know, the logical reason gets, um, you don't know what happened, but the logical reason gets maybe uh, 60, 70% and the mm-hmm. logical, like a mystical um, a reason has like a 30%. So if there is a logical reason, I think the possibilities are better for that one. But you don't really know because I wasn't there at that moment. I don't know anything. So, yeah. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. I mean, you. I'm. I'm just getting that you want to focus on logical reasonings, right? Okay. Now, you don't know. Um, the Uki Spooky Hour is going by so quickly. I can't believe it. I have one more story for you. So, okay. I think that one was probably the most like intense one. You know, I want to put it right in the middle. Nice. So the next one is... I couldn't go up any level. <laughs> no, and I mean, like... You know, we, we, need, we need a valley, we need a peak, we need another valley, you know? So let's go I down... I valley like... right now. <laughs> so, 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 so this next one is not a real story, unfortunately. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Maybe it is. I have no idea. Um, this is just, okay, I don't, sometimes you don't know where, like, folk legends stop being true, right? So folk legends are just stories that people have passed down, and they could have been true, but we don't know, right? They're just, like, things that people have said for years and years and years. So this next one is a folk legend from Latin America, um it's specifically i think from um let me double check i think i had it written down in my notes here um i want to say colombia but no venezuela it's, it's from venezuela um and from the 19th century so we're talking about like 1800s like maybe around 200 ish years ago um Basically, uh, the folktale goes on about, it starts out, well, it's called the whistler, okay? So like a person that whistles. Um, It talks about a son and his parents. So we have a son. Some stories say that he was a good son and the father was bad. Like the father was like, um, you know, domestically abusing his wife, right? The mom. Um, uh, which was pretty common. I think it was pretty common everywhere a long time ago, uh, right? So nothing too out of the norm for 200 years ago. <laughs> but um, but the thing is that the the wife, the, the, the mom was like a really nice lady, really kind, everybody loves her. So the son hated, you know, seeing her be abused. Um, mm. And so he killed his dad. Um, that's how the story starts. So either, th- there's two versions. Either he killed his dad because he was abusing his mom, or B, um, the son was a spoiled brat. And he asked the dad for like a very specific, like he wanted, the dad was going hunting and he wanted like a very specific type of meat. And then the dad didn't get that for him. So the son killed him. Um, I think the first version is better because it makes sense, right? I I can totally see somebody killing somebody because they love someone else. 
Um, the thing is, the thing is, in any case, the son killed the dad. Um, and what happens next is really like gross, I think. Um, the son uh, takes out the father's heart and liver and he gives it to the mom so that she can cook it. Um, and the mom finds out, obviously, like this looks weird, right? It look, doesn't look right. So she finds out that it is like her husband's remains, right? Um, she tells the grandfather what has happened, right? Like the the son, had, her son had killed their, her husband, the father. Um, and obviously, I think like you know, like your nobody is gonna love you more than your parents, right? So. Um, obviously, the grandfather loved his son more than his grandson. That makes sense to me. So, so the grandfather hung up the kid from a tree, right? So, like legs first. So, like legs up, head down, right? Um, then got a whip, which is very common in Latin America. We have whips everywhere. Come on, um, and just like whip the kid, right? So that seems like a normal punishment from 4018s to me. I mean, you don't know what did they do in Galicia in the 1800s? <laughs> you don't know. Okay. It wasn't there at that time. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like if somebody killed somebody, like this seems like a normal punishment to me. I mean, being hung by the feet. 100 I maybe it depends on the location if it was like it could be there is a, a wide range between being just maybe punished physically to get murdered i mean i think mm, there could be some situations where if someone kills someone even yeah. if it was like you no know, self-defense yeah. Uh, they would have maybe brutally abused and uh, yeah. So like tree hanging whiplashes, tree hanging whiplashes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, truly, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so we're, not, we're not at the spooky yuki part yet. So the spooky yuki part is. Obviously, um, the grandfather, after having whipped the kid uh, who is being hung by his feet from the tree. So the kid's alive, obviously. Um, um, he rubs lemon on the, on like the parts where he was whipped. So his cuts, the lesions. So that must have hurt right like that that sounds really painful like rubbing lemon on somebody's cuts ouch um to torture the kid obviously to torture him um and then um obviously because his grandson killed his son his grandfather let his like rabid dogs loose on the kid and they mauled him to death after torturing him Okay, so like this is one of those cases where obviously, like, um, you know, like it's intense, like pain, intense surf suffering. So this is this is like one of those cases where obviously, like, there's there can be like some supernatural stuff going on, right? Like when the person mm -hmm. dies, ghost left over, right? Um, so the story goes that the spirit of this kid transformed into this like kind of monster kind of ghost um who is like taller than trees so like think of your regular tree taller than that skeletal looking figure like kind of probably like zombie-ish looking figure um he the they call him the whistler because he tends to be whistling um like the do re mi fa sol la ti scale so he 
I can't whistle. I wish I could do it, but like you know, like do yeah, <laughs> like know. imagine whistling the scale. Whistling okay. The... Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, so this like skeletal looking figure whistling this song. Um, he always wears a wide rim hat. So imagine like a wide rim hat. Um, I don't want to imagine it. <laughs> carrying a bag of bones, right? Carrying a bag of bones everywhere he goes. Um, people say that um, if you hear the whistling of the Remy Fasol La Tea at night, um, and it sounds like it's very far away, you should be very afraid because his whistle is a trick. And um, so like, if he is close by, it will sound really far away. But if he's far, it'll sound very near. Um, so um, if you hear it far, go, you know, like run, uh, like run, like he's, he's run where you are. Yeah, he's, he's where you are, um, basically. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and um, uh, people say, right, that, um, if you um, if you hear his whistle near, that means that he's kind of far away, right? But um, some people have said that they have seen him, and um, you can see him counting the bones in his bag, um, which is like a bad omen. Like you know, like either you will die or somebody close to you, like a family member, is going to die. Kind of like a reaper of sorts, I, I guess. Um, kind of scary. I have a little picture of him, so I'm going to show it to you. So that, that we've no, got, we've, a picture. We, we've got an artist rendition. You know, really high quality, really high quality um, <laughs> uh, materials here in this, um, in this program. Uh, so, so the whistler is, um, you know, kind of like that, that's the bag of bones and the wide rim hats. Um, so he's just like a very, you know, interesting folktale from Venezuela. I don't, I guess you cannot see that one, but he's basically killing some people there, I guess. Um, very interesting, very interesting stuff. You know, folktales are always, um, I think curious things because um, they they have a lot of details to them, you know, and people have been saying them for a long time. So I can imagine some parts of this definitely being true, right? Like maybe like a family murder type thing where like the son killed dad because of yeah, domestic abuse. Was... Um, yeah, right. Um, now about the curse put on him, basically from the grandfather, right? Uh, with the whole like torturing and suffering and then becoming a ghost. We don't know about that. So, so <laughs> um, but but uh, I don't know. Like usually, folk tales have a lesson, and I don't know what lesson this would this would teach. What I mean? What are your thoughts, uh, Irene? What are your thoughts? Um, the lesson, don't kill your father. <laughs> no, I mean, no, um, I, I don't know. It's just, they don't have a lesson, I think. Like, okay, oh okay. What's happening? Um, Irene, oh, do you have a photo for me, Irene? Something no, scary going on? Someone, someone ran the bell of the door. And I think my classmate is going there. But you know, because we are talking about spooky things and my door isn't completely closed, it makes noise. And, <laughs> and I'm kind of, you know, tense right now, like, mm. Spooky? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have any sense. I mean, I, it's just because we are talking about those things. It's kind of, you know, you um, relate songs to oh i'm talking about scary things and my door has just made a noise you know saying you will just like connect yeah. those two 
Thank you, thank you. I mean, this last this last one was a folk tale. It's a folk tale. It's not it's I, not an actual event. The first two were events, right? No, oh, yeah, I mean it's okay. But I also know like maybe like the the folk stories, like I think they could have been modified. Because you know, mm, I think maybe it could it, I don't say that it was like this, but it could. Uh -huh. Like they have this unfortunate event in whatever city it was. You know, the, the son killed his father, and you know, and the grandfather tortured the son. Yeah. So maybe some people, you know, connected that event. They maybe they were a knight, and maybe they were tired, they were drunk, and they kind of saw, heard something, and you know, they would say, Oh, I saw like figure out in the night with the bag. I don't know what it was full of. It could be a neighbor that I mean what about what about the whistling? What about the whistling in a night? Could be the wind. I don't know. I mean <laughs> the wind has really a lot of tricks. I mean uh -huh. it, it, um, you know they have related it and they say oh this son recently died you know, and some people, like people, like humans in general, we are really good at making up stories. So, <clears throat> so I think it could have been there, maybe. And they, and as long as time, you know, as long as time passes, and like they add like details. Like, you know, okay. there's a story that you can, like, oh, I saw in the house of that kid a man really tall with a bag. And later, maybe 10 years after, somebody sees a person with a bag. And, you know, it was, oh, I, I saw that too. It wasn't maybe <laughs> the same. You know, oh, I saw that too. He was with a bag. And, you know, the people, more people say, that they saw kind of heard something and they like they connect those events to the story they have heard. So it's kind of how the folk stories develop. I'm not sure, I mean, I'm not scientifically, you know. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I don't have wisdom about that because we don't know. We don't have proofs in anything, but I think it could be. So, Irene, what I'm getting is that you are not a big believer in folk legends and folk tales. Not a big believer. No, but, you know, I have respect. I respect that field. I mean, <laughs> I would never, I would never go to a haunted house. Uh -huh. I mean, it's not a haunted house, but abandoned place. I would never go there. And I would never um, do, you know, like scary like rituals in my own house i mean no <laughs> oh, you know what you know what let's let's close with that I don't believe let's close right let's close with that let's close with scary rituals let's close with that because that's not a story that's not anything now irena do you know any scary rituals that are not super common like i'm not not who cares about ouija, not, or ouija? come on no yeah do you know any no. rituals Okay, I'll tell no, you about I one. Don't want to know about Hold on, let me just tell you about one that I heard about recently. Okay, so this there's a ritual, there's a ritual that you can do in your own home, um, but you need a friend. You need like a friend or a family member because, like, they hold on. Little Louis from outside in the hallway keeps crying. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him in so that he can calm down. Give me a second. So we're going to take a small break. We're going to come back with our closing story. It's not a story. So we're going to talk about a little ritual. Um, and that will be it for the spooky hour. Okay. Hold on, Irene. We're taking a short break. Hey, Irene, you back? Yeah, uh, you know what happened? How was your break? How was your break? What happened? Like, I asked, you know that I told you that someone ran the bell of my apartment? Yeah. 
I asked my flatmate on like who was it, uh -huh. and she said that nobody was there. You <laughs> did. <laughs> so, so this definitely is the spooky hour, huh? Definitely spooky. Don't worry, I've got Louis here with me. So, do you know? Um, actually, they say that one way to ward off the whistler is uh, with a dog. He's scared because the dogs killed him, remember? So he's afraid of dogs. Yes. Yeah, so we got we got some protection here. Um, Louis, I think um, he he's not supposed to like lick his paws. So Julie put a cone around him, I think. I don't know. I honestly haven't seen Julie in some time, <laughs> some time. but Louis was crying. So I just got him from the hallway. Okay. Um, so let's talk about our final, our little ritual. Let's talk about a little ritual that people can do. So <laughs> this is a ritual to try at home. So you don't know, you can definitely do this in your own home. Um, Never. <laughs> so it's called uh, the, the Three Kings Ritual. Now, when I heard about it, I thought it was like related to like uh, Christmas, you know, like Three Kings yeah, Day or something like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but as I was as I was looking up information about it and like what it is and how to do it, uh, is everything all right? You don't know, you keep looking that way. You keep looking to the right. <laughs> My flatmates are joking. Okay. Well, um, according to this ritual, here. Okay, so here's what here's what you, I'll tell you what 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 you do first, um, and then I'll tell you what what happens. Okay. So, in order to for this to work, you need to have a room, preferably with no windows. No windows, just the door. Okay. Um, if you have windows, that's okay, but you'll need to cover them up. So, like, you know, make sure that they get closed up, you know? Like, with either a big curtain or tape, I don't know, whatever. The thing is, it has to be completely dark. Um, then, and it cannot be your room. It has to be, like, you know, somewhere else, right? So, um... Uh, the person, the, what I was, the article that I was reading this from, was using a basement. So I don't have one of those. However, my parents' house does have a basement, um, and I remember that stuff was creepy. I hated going to the basement. Have you ever have you ever been in a house with a basement, Irene? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is creepy. Let me tell you. They're very common in the Americas. I don't know how common they are outside the Americas. Because, like, houses in Japan don't have basements. So, you know. Um, but anyway, um, what you need to do is you need to put three chairs in the basement. One chair facing towards the north. So I guess you need a compass, right? Um, and then the other two chairs on either side of, of the chair that faces the north. Um, and they, the other two chairs have to be facing towards the chair in the middle. So they got to be like, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to try and draw it so that you don't know, can visualize it, but everybody just visualize like one chair in the middle facing the north. So let's say that this chair, this is a chair um, and it's facing the north, right? And then the other two chairs have to be like, facing the chair in the middle. So facing each other, basically, like that. Okay. Um, and then on these two chairs, you, you need to put two mirrors, like the ones that you find in your like wardrobe, like in your dresser, you know, one of those big mirrors. Um, and then the article says, don't worry, the mirrors don't usually break during this ritual. So, you know, you can, <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can definitely use your nice mirror. Um, the point is that when you sit, so you are going, so you put the mirrors on the two chairs on the sides. And when you sit in the middle chair, 
you can see your reflection on either side without having to turn. Like you don't need to turn to look at it because you can see it from the corner of your eyes, right? That's the point. Okay. Anyway, um, you need to, if you want to do this ritual, you have to start at immediately 11 a.m. Uh, p.m. So 11 p.m., not before, not after. Um, you need to set this room up, so like your basement or your windowless room um, with two chairs, uh, the mirrors. Um, they recommend that you have a bucket of water um, also. Um, and then uh, a candle and a candle. You need to have a candle in front of you. So I'm just gonna put like a little line with a C, <laughs> that's this candle. Okay, anyway, after you set this up, you're supposed to go to your room, go to your bedroom and go to sleep. Um, set your alarm for 3.30 a.m., okay? So for 3, oh. 3.30 in the morning, um, you wake up at 3.30 with your alarm, uh, you go down to your basement or to your windowless room, but you got to do it quickly. You have only three minutes. You have to be sat down in the chair by 3.33. At this time, um, you should close the door to this dark room with no windows and turn on your candle. Um, and um, basically, make sure that the candle stays lit is the, the thing. Like if the candle turns off, like abort mission, abort mission. The candle should stay on the whole time. Um, and then on, um, if everything goes well, you should start seeing. So normally you would see your reflection on the mirrors, right? But according to this ritual, you would see like other people um, in the mirrors. And um, each chair is like, you, so you're supposed to be the king. One of these chairs is gonna show your queen, um, right? So I don't know, let's say this one. And then one is gonna show the joker, like, oh, J with J, 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 joker. Okay, so king, queen, and joker. So you're supposed to figure out, right? Who is fake and who is the queen from among the people sat in the chairs? Um, supposedly, you can ask them questions and you would get answers, right? Regarding the future, regarding your life, regarding whatever, like these spirits can answer you except obviously the joker will tell you lies um, and the queen will tell you truth. Um, and once this ritual begins, um, you cannot get up. You should not get up from your chair until 4.30. So you need to stay one hour sat down in this chair with the candle uh, and make sure that the candle doesn't go off. Um, otherwise bad things can happen and you'll be in total darkness, right? Um, whoever your family member is or your friend or whatever, they need to come and get you at 4.30. Like that's their job. Um, that's when it's like safe for them to enter as well because apparently um, they shouldn't interrupt the ritual once it's begun. Uh, but if something goes wrong or if the candle goes out or if um, you get stuck, Oh, because apparently this like opens the like there's like a like a dark like realm, like a dark dimension that you know that we cannot normally see, but this ritual kind of opens the gate between our dimension and the dark one, and that's why the mirrors can communicate with spirits from that place to our place. Um, and uh, the water is there in case your family member needs to get you back in an emergency or something like that. So anyway, 
the whole thing takes uh, you know an hour and after it's done after it's done um everything's good but if something goes wrong like if the candle goes out or if the doors open and close on their own or whatever then you're supposed to leave your house until 6 a.m like just leave like just go somewhere else and not be there because whatever is uh, whatever there at the gates opening of the dimensions or the realm or whatever um, is violent if it's not if things are not going as planned right so you got to be really careful or whatever um Irene, how, how do you feel about this ritual i feel that i will never do it in my life you're not even curious about it no, no, I mean, all about rituals, no, sorry, but I really respect that, and I, <laughs> no. Irene, but aren't Never. you curious about, uh, I don't know, no. like, connect, connecting not with another dimension? No, not a bit, I don't want to, I mean, ev no. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to connect with another dimension? A happy life without any scary situations, and, ah, uh, you know, I just don't. Oh my goodness. I mean, but do you believe that rituals are real? You wouldn't even no, do it just I mean, for a game. Just for a game, you don't know. Just for a game. Like, I don't know. If I was with you, if I was with you, and I'm like, okay, Irene, why don't you do this ritual just for fun? Just for a game. No, never. <laughs> oh my god. Why? No. Why? Because if it's true that it's real, I mean no sorry but i i mean it's not important for my life i i don't need to do it you don't want so to get your questions I answered I mean, you can get your questions answered i prefer dying and then realize it you know <laughs> i want to live a happy life and after that know what it is Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Have you ever done a ritual before? No, of course. Never? No, never. And you? How about your friends? Okay. <laughs> My friends, uh, I don't think so. I've never asked them that. I mean, it's not, I think that all of things like about rituals uh -huh. is common in the United States, but in Spain, it's not really you don't see you don't talk to people and they will tell you they made a ritual i mean i don't know i mean oh, it's really unusual interesting interesting very interesting okay to answer your question no i've never i've never done a ritual but i know people i know people you know that in the U.S. that do like Ouija boards or whatever, Ouija or whatever. Yeah, the Ouija. Um, and I know people in Mexico that have gone to like haunted houses, haunted houses, I don't know, um, and done weird things, right? Like to contact the spirits or whatever. So. Be really brave. <laughs> um, or really dumb but yeah yeah so so really brave, really dumb. i honestly i've i've never done it but i don't know maybe like it, like if my friend was like oh i want to do that then i would be like okay i'll help you <laughs> okay so irene if you're ever up for a ritual i'll help you no so yeah but, saying, but 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 you would be the one that does it though i just watch i just sit there yeah this eh? yeah so i so will be the one doing it right then you go. would be the, you would be the one doing it and i would be the one just kind of observing uh no sorry <laughs> but <laughs> i kindly reject <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so, so although you don't believe in rituals, you don't, you would, you wouldn't do one. You're kind of scared of them. Yes, I mean, it's because you know, like 
every culture, like every people that talk about it, is they are kind of negative. They are uh -huh. dangerous. Well, I mean, like ones. maybe you can learn about your future or your life. I mean, but I don't want to face any danger or situa situation that I can avoid. You know, I can avoid it. So why yeah. should I do it? But so, maybe you can meet really nice ghosts, really nice spirits, sort of. Like that. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Interesting. Irene, what are you going to be doing this Halloween? Mm, maybe watching movies. Mm, then, you know, like just playing games and eating candies. Pretty relaxed. Okay, yeah, okay. Irene, I'm so sorry that we couldn't get some spooky stories from you, but I'm happy I that know. we could. <laughs> but I'm happy that 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 we could pass this hour, a little hour and over 15 minutes together uh, and talk about some spooky stuff this week that you know that is the spookiest week of the year. Um, and maybe you can be a guest some other time and enlighten us with your stories. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Irene. And in that case, I'm going to go ahead and close off our spooky hour here. Ta -da.